0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Abundance Solutions Hour, where our goal is to be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Brian J. Henderson.
2: And I'm your co host, Gregory Turner.
1: Greg, how are you feeling tonight?
2: I'm on fire. Brian, <laughs> I, I spoke with I spoke with our special guest this morning. And I was taking notes of everything that she was saying and Let me tell you, it was a different experience. She opened my eyes to something new that I didn't know. uh, Some things that she was saying, and let me tell you, she's going to teach a lot of people tonight. I really believe that. A lot of things that we've been struggling with, you know, you need to hold on because help is on the way. (laughs) And Brian, you had a you talked with her briefly not too long ago, and uh, what did you think?
1: I tell you what, I I can I can just by our, our simple conversation. I know that she is An anointed woman of God I can tell you that <laughs> I
2: mean, yes, yes she is You know what She's going to be on television This week I believe I think it's Wednesday If I'm not mistaken On TVN
3: Oh okay So Good. this Good.
2: This woman of God Is really out there She's doing some things And she's bold She's not afraid to tell About her testimonies There's no embarrassment There with that Because the things That we go through In our lives It is a solution For someone else Only if we tell it to somebody else We share our yeah, yeah. And you and I we spoke at a church Was it last month yeah. we, we spoke at a church And a lady was standing up And she was giving her testimonies And, and everybody People there were saying You know what that sounds like something that I went through I'm so glad that you said that I'm so glad that you said this And, and they were able to relate to it And our guests that we had on last week Did the same thing
1: Yes. Yes, you know we. I tell you what, I think we're gonna have a Holy Ghost filled hour. <laughs> and no, I don't think I know it. Yes. You know, um, it's gonna be a great show, and I just can't wait to, you know, to introduce our guest. And I'm gonna go ahead and do that now. Okay. Cool. Tonight's show is hold on, and our special guest is Michael Trahan. Michael, are you there? Yes. All right. Welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour.
2: We're going to have some fun, I tell you that. Amen. Well, thank (laughs) you for having me tonight.
1: Yes. It's
0: such a blessing to have you.
1: You know, normally we go through a little bit of dialogue where we just, you know, Greg and I just discuss things, but I'm just ready to get the show started. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, uh, just with us briefly talking, you know, um, it, it just encouraged me. you know, because last week in our, our Friday show, you know, I, I got caught up, and, and I was telling Greg about it. I was like, you know, I, I actually got caught up in the whole, uh, you know, gist of the show and listening to our last guest, you know, because her testimony was just so powerful. And then, you know, as I was reading your bio, you know, I, felt I had the same feeling. Yes, mm-hmm. the exact same feeling, and it was just from basically reading, you know, what you went through, and I was like, "Wow!" You know, the Holy Spirit just works; He just works.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh,
1: yes. You know, Mister Han. Let yes. us know about you know who you are and what you do.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's 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 a big question right there because <laughs> I, you know very vast in in what I do. Actually, um, I am a minister. Most people know me by prophet. It's Mikhail Trahan. Um, I am um, in the ministry for 14 to 15 years. Uh, um, The Lord has blessed me to be a blessing to others in the area of mentorship and um, spiritual parenting and um, apostolic coverings. Uh, God also has blessed me to be able to operate in the realm of miracles, signs, and wonders, uh, end time prophetic uh, revelation knowledge. And um, just about, and, and I just basically walk in the five ministry bragging on Jesus because he, I definitely walked through the fire and did not um, pay my way or buy my way into or school my way into an anointing, but it's definitely through coming through the fire and actually being broken. That I that I came out the way that I came out. And um so that's that's basically who I am, a mother of of three, a grandmother of one, and I'm a mother to multitudes in, in around the world of people that older than me uh called me <laughs> calls me mommy.
3: <laughs> so, um,
0: you know, God has blessed me with the gift of counsel. Um and also I've just penned a book, uh well it's been ten years in the making called The Good Side of Evil exposing the satanic conspiracy behind the New Age movement. Very dy- dynamic, um, comprehensive resource um, for um, on a scholarly level in terms of um, the end times or um, eschatology, the end times issues um, that's going on right now. So um, that, that's basically the, 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 um, the gist of it. So but if you ask me more questions, because there's a lot to me that meets the eye, so yeah. right. I can reveal more as you ask. But <laughs> so that's the gist of it.
2: Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm just glad that you're on the show because so many of the emails that we receive are people that are going through, that are suffering. And like you said, they're going through the fire like you did. What mm-hmm. was it that brought you through that fire? I know it was God, but at what point when you were in that valley going through, what was it that 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 you said? You know what? I got. I have to come out of this.
0: Are you talking about the domestic violence thing? Well, well,
2: just being in the valley and coming through the fire. If it's a domestic thing, yes, yes.
0: Well, the, the fire experience has been a, a, a um, progressive thing. It hasn't been. I was in the valley one time and I came out. It, it's been a constant burning away, and uh, the domestic violence thing. When I that part of my testimony. Um, I was not saved when when that happened. I mean, I would have cursed you, <laughs> cursed you to, to, to hell. I mean, I I, I, w- I was I was not saved then, but I was a, also a, a, was a victim. But I believe that it was because I was pre- predestinated, or ordained before the foundation of the world that the Lord gave me the inner strength to be able to pull out. I'm a fighter by nature, and and that's all I know to do when I'm backed into a corner is to fight. But um, you know the 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 Word of God says that we're um called men are called and few are chosen, and that we have been pre- predestined for ordained before the foundation of the world and 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 I, I really believe that the Lord has um ordained me to to be able to come through the fire and um, and that's one thing I want to share with people that the fire is not is not bad that the fire is is for purification, and um oftentimes a lot of our struggles that we go through. It's not so much of being from a victim standpoint, but it's from from being a victor standpoint. And, and in other words, God is teaching us to die to self. And a lot of our struggles come from from us not wanting to um, die. A lot of it comes comes from our, um, you know, lack of understanding. We we really don't understand, you know, what is going on around us. You know, or I'm um, not actually conforming to what God is, is has for us. And, and when I look back, you know, I see that lots of my struggles, not all of them, but many of the struggles have been from me just not understanding <laughs> what is going on. And And God says that when we come to him, we must first deny ourselves, pick up our cross and follow him, and old things must pass away and all things must become new and and that's another thing we you know tend to want to hold on to the past because that's all we know. Yeah. so Go I'm just going I'm just going to break in just so you can get a word in but um <laughs> that's a whole teaching right there about um Coming through the fire, being in the valley, I, I can I can honestly say with love and compassion and understanding about the valley experience. I have been through the valley. I may look good and be all cute and pretty and all that stuff, but it, I live through the valley. I have been raped. I have been. Um, in in the um, nightclubs, I've I stripped twice. You know, I mean, I, I I've I've been beaten. I've been held up by knife point, and gun point. You know, a lot of things that people don't know. You know, they read the, the the story about the domestic violence piece. But after that was over with, there was more that I had to go through. Welfare, food stamps. You know, um um um, being threatened by child services. You know, neighbors just calling child services on me for no reason at all, just because they didn't like you. You know, just um going through church hurt, you know, uh, being uh, ostracized and, and persecuted in the church, you know, um, I've gone through those things so that now, um, and I want to encourage people that, that are going through the valley is not, not to despise the valley because the, the valley is going to cause you, hey, glory to God, to, to press in. It's going to cause you to seek God. It's going to cause you to learn God. Because, see, the, the valley, amen, will actually put you down at the bottom, and that's how God is going to get the oil out of you. To, to, he's going to press you. You're going to be under pressure, and, and, and it's going to cause us to ask questions. Lord, why? Why am I? <laughs> why am I going through this? Give me understanding. Show me what do I need to do to come out of it. And, and it's that point where we're most vulnerable, where, where we're seeking God, and then that's when God reveals himself to you and expresses himself to you. And it was in my valley experience that I learned who I was. It was in my valley experience that, um, that I started having supernatural visitations from angels, supernatural visitations from Jesus, supernatural, you know, all sorts of wonderful um, experiences that I received as a prophet. How glory to God when I didn't have a pastor, when I didn't have, you know, anyone I could call. It was the valley experience that was my pastor. Glory to God. Because I really wanted to know God. I really wanted to be right. And as long as we're in that valley, the Bible says, amen, that we shall be persecuted for righteousness' sake. And whenever you're in the valley, see, we're in the valley by actually, if you really think about it, by choice. Because, see, we're choosing not to do the things to get out of the valley. Because, see, we can actually make choices to not be in the valley. But we make a choice for righteousness' sake that will keep us in the valley. Amen. Mm -hmm. How glory to God, and we're not leaving out prematurely. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Because, see, I could have easily elected to go modeling, to go acting, entertainment, and all the rudiments of the world, but I chose not to. And for that cause, I suffer for righteousness' sake. And anyone who chooses to suffer for righteousness' sake, by not choosing, I mean, by choosing not to do the things that are sinful that's going to get you out of it, you know what I'm saying, selling drugs, selling your body, going stripping, doing, you know, the things that that the world does to get out out of a bind. God says that we shall receive a crown of life. Okay, I'm going to start preaching. Go
2: ahead. (laughs) <laughs> no.
1: Hey, look! I'm 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 listening to every word. Of you. Don't,
2: don't lose it, Brian Please don't lose it. <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. when you were saying you did all these things and you went through the valley and you you did a lot of things while you were in the valley, you know, now you're qualified to mm-hmm. to teach and counsel others, and also why you were going through those things and why you were being attacked to do these things. Do you think the enemy was trying to stop you from getting to where you are now?
0: He definitely so many times, you know, tried to stop me. But he was actually an aid because it, because the Bible says that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord. So there was nothing that can be, even your adversity would turn into something that is effective in your life that's going to bring about good. Because, see, Satan is not our master. <laughs> He's not our master. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 actually a, a a tool, you know, because see, he can only torment me if I belong to him. But he but what what he would try to do is 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 come to your mind and and try to make you feel as if that you're worthless or or less than. But yeah, I've seen a lot of supernatural um demonic things that happen in my life. But but if you look at it in in, in totality, that even that made you who you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My,
1: my, my. <laughs>
3: even that,
0: even that, because now I have another experience. I have another testimony. The Bible says that we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we don't have a testimony without a test. And we're not, we're not tested by God. We're tested by adverse situ- situations. And so when he comes in like a flood and, and raises up, and God will raise up a standard against him, I learn more about God. I learn more about the devil. I learn more about myself. So now I have a bigger gun to fight with. So now he's in trouble. A lot of times when Satan, you know, tries to bring things to me, I'm like, devil, you're stupid. Because had you, now you know good and well, I'm not going to go for it, so all you have just done was give me a bigger ammunition to fight against you. Because now I have another testimony. I have so many testimonies and have been through so much. Of, well, it's, 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 I mean, I have something for everything. And, and that's why the Lord has blessed me to be a mom, a mother to nations, because if someone will, you know, say, well, I've been raped, well, me too been on food and me too, Uh, you know, been abused, me too, you know, poor, me too. You know, what else? Moves around, me too. Anything I'm like, Paul, whatever it is you've been through, minus me being on crack, I've never been on crack, but I have been on some marijuana. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I can relate to it. So all the different things that Satan has brought against me, I've come out of it through the power of God. So now I can be a living testimony and an example and the, an the example to others, say, yes, you can make it. You can come out. You can come out. <laughs> yeah. and, and see, and God didn't bring, he didn't put us in the valley for us to stay in the valley. He didn't bring Jesus to, uh, high glory to God, Sheol or the grave to keep him in there. High glory to God, because see, see, we, we, we're sown in corruption and raising in corruption. We go down to come up. We don't go down to stay down. Yeah. And I've been situations. I've even been homeless, um, homeless for three years as being a minister of the gospel. Homeless, living in my church, living in the car. Do. And it seemed like there was no way out. But God.
1: But you but God. held on.
0: <laughs> but God, and we, and we just, we just need to know that no matter what's going on in our lives, that God will never leave us. He will never. I know people, we get tired of hearing it. It sounds rhetorical, antiquated, and archaic, and, every, and all of those things. But it's true. He will not, just because we don't understand it, doesn't mean that God is going to leave us there. He will never leave us in hell. Mm-hmm. Hey, glory to God, he will never see us, to, um, hallelujah, suffer the Holy One to see, um, to, um, see corruption.
1: Yes. Yeah. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We have with us special guest, Prophetess Mikhail Trahan. Hallelujah. Ms. Trahan, you know, I was thinking about what you said earlier about, you know, being in a situation and, you know, you know the way out of it, but you just Mm -hmm. don't try to get out, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, and you and I talked earlier about, you know, your situation, you know, where you were being, you know, abused mentally, physically, emotionally you know, by your ex-husband. And it made me think about, you know, why do some women choose not to get out of those situations?
0: Wow, 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 wow. And, you and, know, and that is very frustrating um, being in um, a counselor or, you know, women's advocate for domestic violence. Um, a lot of these women have been psychologically abused. And and that and it, and it happened before, before the, uh, the abuse actually started in the marriages or the, the adult abuse. A lot of this abuse started as um, children. And so their parents, their parents um, oftentimes or someone else, an adult in their life have shaped their, their thinking, and, and so some women believe that they cannot get out of bondage. It's a bondage mentality. So um, I I really believe that it was a conditioning, a, a conditioning that actually keeps women in bondage. Like I said, my and my situation was different because both my parents have been together all of my life. They're still together, and I'm 40 years, almost 40 years old, and they're still together. So I've always had my parents, and I've always had my dad as a protector. He never abused me, you know. So I, I, I don't, I don't have a picture in my mind of a man, you know, that I was supposed to succumb to the abuse of a man. And so you have other women, lots of other women, they have their, their fathers abused them or. Brothers or someone of uh, the male figure in their family abused them. But in my situation, my strength lied in oh oh no, my my daddy wouldn't put his hands on me.
3: <laughs> you know
0: right. that that's where Miguel's strength came from. The, oh no, and my my daddy did. Oh no, so ain't no man is going to do this to me and and get away with it. But but um but everybody's not me. Everyone didn't have a great dad like I did. Yeah. yeah. You know so so I I really feel for those sisters who feel that that they can't come out, but, you, but mm-hmm. um but they can. They can.
2: Do you, do you think the sisters feel that, or just any woman? They is it. You think they just don't know their power? Do you, do you think that's it?
0: I believe it's a lack of um, self esteem. I really do. Like you said, they, they they may not understand the power that that they truly possess in themselves and in Christ, and not understanding what their self worth is. Because see, when you love yourself, you're not going to let no. You're not going to let you, allow yourself to be a punching bag of any of any kind. And some women actually, feel, you know, have a misconstrued a distorted idea of what love is. Because if, if the people who love them all of their lives were the ones who actually abused them, then, then, then they actually believe in their spirit that in order to love me, you have to hurt me. You, you even have women who seek after men who would beat them. My, my, my. It's almost like a slavery mentality. They, they won't accept a good man. They won't. They they don't want a good man. A lot of women don't want a good man. I have seen it for myself where women actually gravitate to no
2: good men.
0: My it's a turn on.
2: You know the thing. You and I <laughs> talked this morning, and you were breaking this thing down about Adam mm-hmm. and what he did with the woman. Can can you touch on that a little bit
0: about the um the influence of a woman? Yes. Oh my goodness. I I have to, we have to pull out the Bible on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just in light I know a lot of women are out there listening to me and a lot of women look up to me and um and I love you. I just want you to know I love you. I love you with the love of God and God loves you too and um we as women need to understand what our worth is as women.
3: Yeah.
0: And um and the influence that God has naturally given us. God really really loves women. And um, even though the, you know, the uh, curse was put out there in the book of Genesis that um, our desire shall be toward the man and, and that the man shall rule over thee, it wasn't that God was um, making women second class citizens. God was actually um, equalizing women that way. I want y'all to understand this. In the beginning, God says that um, He says that I will create man in my image, male and female. He created he, him. Didn't He say that? The book of Genesis, male and female, he created he, him. Yes. Y'all know that is in the word, right? Am I making this up? No, you're right. Uh, okay, he said he created he, him. So male and female is an expression of the image of God, it's an expression of God. Male and female, he created he, him. So when the two come together, they become one flesh. And it's a very Essence of an expressions of, of God when a man and a woman is joined together is, is the expression of God. This is the mystery of the church. When Jesus comes together as, as one with his bride, then the two shall become one. Glory to God, don't you agree? And this is where the power of God is made manifest, the negative and the positive charge. It creates power. So, so God had to actually spit himself into the negative and the positive, which is the man and the woman, glory to God, to bring about power. And this is the explosive uh, power of reproduction in the earth. Glory to God. I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm taking y'all somewhere. I'm but, but, but with the woman, God did not only um, bless the woman and say, be ye fruitful and multiply, when he blessed the man and the woman. But God, you know, this is why I tell the women, we need to have a healthy respect for the man. And be careful in our endeavors as female ministers not to start emasculating the man or create a feminist movement that will actually ostracize or antagonize the man because God has blessed the man and has given the man a significant role in creation. And this is why he created, he formed man first before he formed the woman. And so when he formed man, he gave um, Adam, he made him a king of the earth and gave him dominion. And, and not only did he give him dominion, but he gave him power to decree and call the function and uh, names of every living creature. Okay, now this is in the book of Genesis, that he, God gave man, Adam, the ability or, or, or the uh, authority to call every animal and whatsoever Thing whatever Adam named that creature, that was the name thereof, and not only that, that was his function. And so when God put Adam in a deep sleep and took the rib, made woman. And when he when he was asleep, when he made the woman, and then when the woman was complete, this that's when he woke up the man. And and after he woke up the man, the man who was Adam. Not God says, she shall be called woman. Now, Adam called the woman. He named the woman. Not God, but God named the woman female. Adam named her woman. And not only did Adam name her woman, and how was he able to do that? Because God gave him the power to name every living creature. Yeah. And so when he did that, he not, not only did he name her, but he gave her her function. He says, so therefore, he put in a legal declaration, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave unto his wife, and the two shall become one. Now, we have to be careful when we speak a word because that word applies to us. So Adam did leave his father and cleave to his wife, who was Eve, through the garden, through the, uh, the, the, that sin in the garden. But what Adam did was made Eve powerful. He gave her power of attraction, power to draw him, away from his mother and his father. This thing was so powerful, it caused, how glory to God, the man, for, for Eve not to even have to twist his arm, but just look at him and just gave him the fruit, and he ate. Why? Because Adam gave her that power subordinately over him. The woman had the power over the man because of the subordinate power that the man gave the woman. And so when the Lord came down on everybody. He, he said, hold up, I've got to put some draws on this thing. This woman is too powerful. He says, your desire shall be toward the man, and he shall rule over thee. And it wasn't because God, was, God had to put control on the power that the woman had, the power of influence, because that power of influence can either destroy or it can create or build. This is the. They so... don't have me teaching about, it. and I I, I I could put in the element about Satan and, and the seed of woman and, and and the roles roles of women all all throughout the Bible, but but the gist of it is that women are very powerful creatures, and and when when the Lord placed the curse, He did not take away the power; He adjusted the power because it was it was so powerful it would literally destroy everything. He adjusted it to put us under control, and, oh, but I do have to say this that when God did this thing, the desire and the influence and, and the man ruling over the woman, God actually he rewired everything in our brains. He he put the hormones in there and, 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 and caused it where the man just was not feeling the woman. In other words, he didn't have the same understanding of her that he had before. In other words, the men are not feeling us now because now they're ruling over us, so they don't understand the psyche, no, nor do we understand their psyche. It's almost the same thing as the, the tower of Babel when God dis- disrupted the languages so that through that, 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 that mix up in the signals that the, the power would be, you know, um, lessened. So God did that so that, you know, to, to create, you know, the, the, the uh, I would say not a confusion, but so that the woman wouldn't have wouldn't have so much influence over the man. um, so that meant that the woman did not have a friend in the man, glory to God, because now the man is ruling over her. At the same token, the Lord gave the curse with the uh, that, that the woman would, that that her seed will crush the head of the enemy, and the enemy would strike, you know, the seed of the woman's heel, and she would crush his head. Well, God uh, disrupted the alliance between the devil and the woman. So now the only friend that the woman has now is God. <laughs> Because, and so this is why women are more intuitive and closer to God than men are, because she's only—he's only friend. No, don't, 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 don't make me go there tonight. Don't make me go there. Don't make me go there. <laughs> and and and, that, and not only, not only that it, it was 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 she already, you know, was she closer to God after this fall, but before the fall. When the when the man when the Lord was making the woman, the man was in a deep sleep. Sisters, and this is why the men ain't feeling you half the time. When God is making you, glory to God. The man the man is in a deep sleep. Hmm. He's anesthetized. He's not even feeling us. But but you can feel it. You can feel what God is doing because God has His hands on you when He is making you. Hmm. Are y'all quiet on me? No, <laughs> we
2: listen.
1: I mean, this is great stuff. I do have a question. I'm going to give out Mm -hmm. the number first. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, we have Prophetess Mikhail Trahan on. And if you want to call in, ask a question, or you just have a comment, the call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. You know, I have a question about this Adam Eve thing. Mm -hmm. You know, do you believe, you know, because nowadays you have – you know situation where men and women it's almost like you have a reversal of roles where women are actually the ones that are sort of in charge mm-hmm. you know in most relationships they're they're the ones that make all the decisions they make you know sometimes they make all the money they make all the decisions and it seems like you know you, you almost have to go through her to get something you know mm-hmm. and and it's almost like the man will just say, you know what whatever she (laughs) wants, I ain't getting into that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And do you believe that's because, you know, men in general have not really, you know, followed God? You know what I mean? Because, like, now our churches are filled mostly with women. And most of the men are saying, I ain't going to church, man, I ain't trying to get a preacher all my money and all that stuff. And so you have this situation where, you know, God's not pleased with the fact that, you know, his men are in church. You know, and I, I, I don't I don't know how I wanna ask this question. I guess I guess my question is, do you believe that the reason that um that we're going through so much turmoil right now with relate as it relates to relationships is because the man has not taken his rightful place as head I... and the woman has not released that Mm. You know that power that you know that that man gave her because he didn't know that Mm-mm. it was his.
0: Wow! 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 I believe that that is out that the households are out of order. I really believe that. I believe it with all of my, all of my, all everything that's in me. That it is not the will of God that the woman should be running the house. And and what I taught this last this past weekend was the order of submission. And, and when I bring up the word of submission to the women, when, be, when I first bring it up, everybody cringes. It's like, why? Why are you cringing when God, this is the order of nature. This is the order of God. I don't, I, I don't want to be with a man that, that I'm not going to submit to. I want to submit. A real woman wants to submit to a man. They want to. And, and, and I hear some women say, well, I would submit if he act right, if he would do this. Do... And I'm telling you women, If you knew how to submit code properly, you can get anything you want out of your man. You would make a lazy man work. (laughs) If you knew the power of of submission, because, see, God gave us the power, because we already have the power. Now, this is what I understand. We can influence the men to do anything else, like you say, they're running the house, they're doing this. Why can't we influence them to go to church? I mean, come on. I mean, you influence him to do everything else what is important. Was <laughs> that because I was listening to what you were asking about? Well, they're running this, and they got to go through the wife, but the but the men are not in church. Well, I feel that maybe we're not using the influence properly. We're using the influence to get whatever we want, but but dismissing the things of God.
1: My, my, my.
0: <laughs> you know? So I, I really believe that it's time for women to understand the role. And, and the Lord wants to use the women to birth the church, not head up the church, but to birth the powerful men of God. Because, the, because a man, women, I want you to know a man is, as, is only as good as his woman makes him.
2: My
0: God, he is only is, and the women are (laughs) so. Wow. They won't. They won't tell. They won't talk about it. They. They're not going to tell you because they don't talk. But the Lord has given me this message to, (laughs) in the house. I'm an apostle, and the Lord brings sends apostles to bring order in the in the body of Christ. And it's time for us women, Amen, to get in line, because see when we get in line and understand who we are then the men, they're going to fall into place.
3: Mm.
0: And that's just that. We wonder where well, how is it. You know, I don't know how many, you know, white sisters we have out there, but the white women know how to do it. My, my, my. <laughs> the white women, and we, we're wondering why they're running off with our men and, and the men are running off with our men. And it's because... We as black women, we're, we're so strong we had to be. We had to be strong. We had head of house. I've been a head of household for 16 years. I know I had to be strong. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: But when it comes to the roles, there comes a time when we have to understand what that role is. We have to be strong. But if we learn how to be soft when it's time, see, there's a time and a season for everything. When you were single, yeah, you had to be strong, but now you're married. Right. Take, those, take the walls down. Take the boxing gloves off. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not going to get what you want out of your husband with the mouth. By cutting them down, you're going to get it through submission. And I tell my women, I said, look, a man, they love what's opposite. If they feel that they have to, to compete with you, in an, in a, in any in any area, then to them in the back of their in their brains in their in their instinct, you're you're not feminine, you're a man now. So they feel that they're competing now, and they lock up. Am I correct, men? Yes, on the point.
3: And and so men,
0: they they want was soft. So when you come soft, you can get oh. anything you want.
1: Let me tell you, if you come soft and prissy, ladies,
0: <laughs>
1: you will subdue us. We are, can I say this,
0: Greg? Can I say that we are suckers? <laughs> and that's the power, and see, and, and and that's the power of the woman. And see, women are already strong. And I t- try to tell them this. I said, look, the women are soft on the outside, hard on the inside. Men are soft on the inside, hard on the outside. And men, their their hearts are very, very soft, and that's why they don't talk much, and they try their best not to be vulnerable because they don't want to be hurt. Yeah, yeah. And they do everything they can to protect the, themselves from, and we call it ego. It's not ego. They just don't want to be
4: hurt. That's right.
1: Yeah, Mr. Han, we're going to go to uh, the callers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a caller from the 573 area code. Caller, are mm-hmm. you there? Yes, sir. All right. Caller, what's your name?
2: Pastor Thomas White.
1: Hey. Brother. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, sir?
2: Doing good. How are you guys doing tonight?
1: Oh, doing blessed, blessed. You know, you got a question or a comment you want to ask, Minister? Well,
2: yeah, I just want to call in, you know, and just... um. Just, you know, let prophets know how well I am enjoying the show tonight. i very educational. Um, God is definitely in the phone lines tonight, you know, I just wanted to call in, you know, and, and say that, you know, that somebody out there is being helped tonight.
3: Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you
0: very much.
1: Yeah. Hey, Pastor White, we appreciate you calling in, man. We haven't talked in a while, but it's great to hear from you.
2: Absolutely. I just want to call and do that. I want to pop the line. So um, I'll talk with you guys sometime later. All right, okay, man. Thank you. All God right. God, God bless. Prophet, we have a, a MySpace question. Mm-hmm. The question is I'm in a relationship with a man now. How will I know if this is my Adam?
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: She's got to pray.
0: And, um, have to pray and God and God will reveal it to you. I believe that if she prays, mm-hmm. that the Lord will reveal it to her.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He will reveal it. Okay. And at some point, He will reveal it to that man too. But he, He's going to reveal
2: it. Yes. You know, I want to go back to the to the power thing. You know, a lot of a lot of young girls now they're growing up uh, opposite of how you grew up. You grew up with your mom and dad, uh, mm-hmm. always been in the household. But then you have uh, some women that grew up in a single parent home. And they have that, they see that their mom has this power. So when they grow mm. up, they grow up thinking they have to be, you know, they have to have this power. And then when they meet a man and they have to, it's kind of hard for them to give that power up. Do you understand That's what I'm true. saying? It's, it's kind of hard for them to take that role when they've been the leader the entire time and now they have to sit back a little bit.
0: You know, I agree because, um, there's no there's no there's no examples, that there's no one to teach and also they don't we don't know as women i d I'm just learning this, this stuff myself. You know, that we can actually run brothers off by being too strong but um we just don't know, we didn't know the art and therefore our communities are falling apart. And somebody like a prophetess Mikhail Trahan has to come in and educate and bring in what we need to do. In order to keep the, our households together, to keep especially the black family unit together, you know. In and my, not, you know, I've grew, grown up with my mom and my dad, but I've been a single mother the whole time. You know, my I have three daughters, and they, they all they know is me being single. They don't know, they can't even conceptualize me as, as being with anyone. Right. But um, but I'm able to teach them through revelation, you know, of, of what God has given me the roles of a woman and how we are to operate, how we're to, to conduct ourselves. If we, if we want to keep the family unit together, we need teachers in our community
2: to teach the women
0: how to bring it back together.
2: Yes. You know, a lot of it, do you think a lot of it has to do with what we're watching on television and the things that we're seeing? It's pretty much kind of programming us with us not even knowing it. And And I say that to say this. Do you think we stop at a certain level because of our knowledge and because we're not getting into the Word and finding out what Scripture says so we can apply that to our lives?
0: I, I, I believe, yes, I do, and I believe a lot of that is through our own ideologies of what what we believe things should be like. And um, and also, you, you had like maybe two points in one with the – um the propaganda that's, that's, that's going on, on with television, the influence of the media. Yes. Um, and the media has always um, emasculated and um, degraded the black men. always, 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 always. And that was one of the, the tactics that was used during slavery to, to, um, to destroy the black family units. The first thing is to humiliate the man and make him seem to be weak to the woman. Yeah. And so we, so we as black women, we need to rise up and strengthen, not through tearing down, but we need to learn. We we need to rise up, and strengthen the men. Treat them like a the king. Submit, even if you don't agree. Because see, God has a way with reaching that man when you can't reach him. But but he, you will reach him through your submissiveness.
2: In a beautiful way, you'll you'll reach him. Do you think a lot of it is, you know, when we get married, you hear all the time, uh, she's going to try to change you. She's going to try to mold you into being who she wants you to be.
0: Wow. Um, I believe that there's fear on both parts, you know, mm-hmm. but but done in, 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 a, in a healthy way, I believe that the man and the woman will add to each other. But like I said, if we su- submit properly, to you know what God has blessed. But first of all, I, I wouldn't have a problem submitting to somebody who I love, and and I like it as, as in to the, the God and the church. If we we love God, we submit to Him. Yeah. Jesus said, "You are my friends if you obey my, my commandments." If if I feel that we as women, if we cannot submit, then don't marry him. Because to a man, submission and respect is equal to love and affection to us.
1: My my my, that's some good stuff. <laughs> you know, Mr. Han, I'm. I was thinking about uh, what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. When um, you know, we were. Talk- I was telling you about a situation with a family member of mine that mm-hmm. you know that went through, you know, something similar to what you went through. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you know it's it's just heartbreaking to me to you know still see people going through the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I see people going through the same hurt, the same, you know, and I mean, do you feel like the devil is is just putting that out there over and over and just saying and he just it's like a mouse trap. He's just waiting on them to just wow. pull the cheese. You know, <laughs> a lot of times the, you know, because the cheese, when you think about the cheese, it looks good. Actually, when when we had getting mice out of my house when I was young, mm-hmm. you know, we used peanut butter because it's a little bit sweeter <laughs> and stickier. So you know what I mean? You know, it's like when they have that piece of cheese, or for me, the peanut butter, and it looks good, and you know how it tastes, and you can smell it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they when they get this big, the sod of, I, I just put it in these layman's terms. When they see they add em, or what they think is that Adam. You know, they get this big picture of, Oh, this is my bling bling, this is my money ticket, this is oh, this is my man, he look good, he's like a Shamar Moore thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a whoever, you know, float your boat type. You know, do you think they just get caught up in the hype of you know, of of that big wrong strapping man at six seven two fifty all muscle you know what i mean you think they just get caught up in that because to me it seems like that's the devil's way of trapping you because they never look at you know the the man who may not have all the greatest looks in the world or all the money but he may be the best thing for you because he may treat you like a woman you know,
0: you know, I I believe we have to mature in that in that area. You know, um, you know, not, nothing is wrong with wanting to find find man. You know, but but like you said, you know, the whole package can come as well. He, he he can be fine and have bling bling and be a good man. I mean, nothing is wrong with that. Just like you know, um. You have some women who are very attractive. They intimidate men because they're very attractive. They have it going on, and the, a lot of men are intimidated because they feel that maybe she's, because she's so pretty, she may not be a good woman, or she may she may hurt you, you know, but that's not always the case. But um, I believe in what you're saying about um, a man not having and being all that, all, you know, the, the, the wonderful knight in shining armor uh, image that a lot of women look for, um, I believe that we have to... Mature, you know, in the area of what's good for us, or what we need, you know. And when we when we get off into um, wanting what God wants, I believe that that cycle, that evil, I call them evil patterns. Those evil patterns can be broken. Because I was that kind. I mean, I, I my, my men they have to be. I mean, they had to look have you know, Puerto Rican with some curly hair and, you know, skin, you know brown skin and, you know, and and I had one of those, and, man, he dogged me. I mean, this man.
3: <laughs> he was
0: fine now. He was fine, looked like he was cut out of marble, looked like he wasn't even real. I had to look at him one day and say, man, even if you were a woman, you'd still be pretty. I mean, you know, I mean, he was so fine. <laughs> I couldn't stay mad at him. I could not stay mad, and that's what kept me on the string for seven years because he was so fine. But then one day I got tired of him being so arrogant and so into being in the mirror longer than me. You know, I I was so tired of being not loved because when we get off into that, we get off into self hate. Whenever we love somebody more, you know, who does not love us, you know, we we actually start bringing on hatred, but. Anyways, after I after I got past, you know, the looks, and that took it took a, a while for that to, to wear off. It took like seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Okay, enough, enough. Okay, I want the anointing. I, it's time for me to to be treated right. I want the anointing. You don't have to look, you know, be. It can't be like 411." <laughs> You can't be, you know, so skinny, I can't pick you. You know, I can throw you across the room so big, you're going to crush me. So short, I got to look down. So, you know, I don't want to be extreme of anything, but he didn't have to look like, you know what I'm saying, he didn't have to look like my dream picture that I had in my mind because that picture basically did not exist anymore. I just wanted the anointing. I wanted what God has for me. And I believe that we as women, we, we just need to get tired and just get to a point and mature to what God has for us. Yeah. And for me, as, you know, being a single, I, I just stayed, stayed out of relationships. Really, I'm not saying that everybody has to be be like me, but I just stayed out of relationships for 10 years. Just stayed out so that my focus won't be, you know, because, you know, I just kept choosing the wrong thing, cause, and I just stopped, um, you know, having confidence in myself to, to choose. So I said, Lord, I'm going to let you choose and not me do the choosing.
2: Now, that comes with spiritual growth there. That takes growth. Yes. That takes growth. (laughs) And another thing, too, you know, when you're in the Mm -hmm. valley and you're suffering and you're going through the things, what are some of the conversations that you had with God, some of the conversations that you've never told anybody?
0: Conversations I had with God while suffering.
2: While going through the valley. Man,
0: I'm constantly going through something still. Even now, you know, I, I go through things, but it, it brings about growth. I always ask why, and even now I ask, what is the lesson?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because some things are recurring, you know, and when they recur, like you were saying, um, when they recur, it doesn't mean that we fail the test mm-hmm. that we've had before and we've got to take it over again because I've heard that. But then today the Lord revealed to me all things don't reoccur because you failed, they're reoccurring because I'm training you and I want you to get it. Anything that you're training and you're practicing and you do it over and over and over again until you master it, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Like riding a bike or doing anything, you do it over, you practice every day on it to master it. And everything that comes to us is not all the time um, for hurt or, you know, going through, a lot of times it's teaching us mastery. And so that was always my my question um why w- what do I need to get out of this? Because first of all, I know you love me.
1: Right.
0: So so I don't have to question anything else. You know, anything I don't have to question anything along the lines of why are you doing this to me or or what did I do? No, I know I'm I know I'm holy. I know I'm right. Now, at something when I was going through, I know I was I knew I was being chastised. I knew it. I knew it, and 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 it's not always the devil. Sometimes God is chastising us from some stuff that we did. Yeah, <laughs> just getting yeah. A, just getting a whipping, and, and and whenever you're being chastised, you can't even pray your way out of it. You can't get out of that one, and it's not the devil. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, yeah. you
0: can't get out of it. But when but but when God is you know teaching you things, um, I just basically just ask, what is the lesson? Yeah. yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Mhm. We have a caller. I'm gonna go to the caller at the 317 area code. Caller, 317 area code. Are you there? Yes. Hello. Yes.
4: Hi. Um, my name is Nikki, and I'm enjoying the whole segment. Um, it is awesome, and uh, Prophetess is so right and i really enjoy you and i want to call you mama <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> you, got, you got i have I can talk another thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> and um i just want to say that it's so true as far as uh, with submission because i grew up without a father I, did, I don't you know if he walked past me today i wouldn't know who he you know who he is and my mother you know basically raised me to be strong you know mm-hmm. so when i met You know, the different men that I had in my life, they were basically deadbeats. I was taking care of them because I was so-called so strong, and they were living off of me. So when I met my husband, I mean, it was a battle because I would just get in ghetto mode. Uh Uh-uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You can just leave. If you don't like what's going on around here, then you just need that fact. So it was just the whole, especially like the ghetto mentality, it really is like a bondage mentality. Yes. And until I really start being submissive, now my husband, I can come home, he cooks. You know, and he didn't wow. do those things. So I know for myself and it you know, how awesome it is for a woman to be submissive. It's so much easier. Wow. <laughs> it is so much easier. We don't I mean not saying we don't have our little spats or whatever, but it's just, you know, you get to the point to like you say, you get tired. And I just get tired. Yeah. I just got tired of arguing. I just said, you know what? I don't want to fight no more. <laughs> okay, I'll surrender. But first I had to go to God. i like, you know what, God? i surrender. <laughs> I, I love that. Lord, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight no more. <laughs> I don't want to fight no more. So once I surrendered to God and started learning about who he was and accepted his love, Wow. You know, because, you know, the Lord has been blessing me to teach on a book, which you were talking about, basically like what we believe, and it's called Lies Women Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free.
3: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm.
4: And that my book my my. is just awesome. And you know. Wow, wow, wow. I also have a, you know, radio talk show as well, and and when the Lord is just using me for that, how many lies that we believe, and then one of particular lies was we have to learn to love ourselves. That's a lie. We mm. have to accept the love of God. mm and once we surrender as women and accept the love of God, then, hey, you know, like you saying in the word of God, when a man finds a wife, not when we go out and find a man.
3: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. So then, well, there, well, there was one one key thing you said about being tired and how much easier it was mm-hmm. after you submitted and it just changed your whole you know a marriage around because mm-hmm. because now see that submission piece is the language that they that they understand
4: mm-hmm. that the men understand they don't
0: hear all that uh, nagging and going back and forth and the head swinging and neck twitching and all that they, they don't they ain't going for that
4: that's right cause but, he you um, know what he was like look you know I can pack my bag I'm like and then I'm in one bag and no no i was just playing. You know, <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> I, I love you. You just, just got to work with me. <laughs> so was just
0: you, you said you said it was so much easier yeah, and it was. and you know like you said we, we should be tired now. I mean I'm tired. I don't want to be. I don't want to head up a home anymore.
4: Mm-mm. I'm it's tired. That's like hard work. <laughs> I'm gonna let my husband do that. Here, you gonna handle that? <laughs> I, I I pray for you. <laughs> yeah, met,
0: met, men men are designed you. to handle that load, not women.
4: That's right.
0: Amen. And I just want
4: to thank you, you know, so much for uh, speaking. I mean, just women of God just really need to hear that. And it's more so to me women of God because we're in the church, but we're not like we're not learning nothing. We just want to continue to do what we want to do. So I really think that message is for really women of God out there who really need to learn how to surrender to God first, you know, and then worry about a man later, you know. And I'm saying that from experience because when I got with my husband, I didn't know who I was. So it's much harder when you don't know who you are and you're married and you got to put on these different hats, but you still don't know who you are. And it brings much more, you know, against the marriage than for it. So I just encourage women out there to know who you are in the Lord first. And then God will bring you the man. And, I, you know, that's all I want to say. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, for
0: calling thank you.
4: Thank you so much. You, you know, you really encouraged me, and I'm pretty sure you're encouraging all those women out there, and I just, just love what you're doing.
0: Amen. Thank Amen. you. And, fam, I love what you're
4: doing. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: thank you for calling.
4: Amen.
1: All right, we have a, another email question. Mm -hmm. And this email question is, how do I learn to submit?
3: Mm
0: -mm -mm. (laughs) You know, um, that that one is easy. You learn to submit to who God or your husband. It just says just to submit. Yeah, it says, how
1: do I learn to submit?
0: Submission is easy. Um, Now, in, in terms of God, you know, because we love him and we believe in him, we submit to him because we believe everything that he says. In terms of the man, the man-woman relationship, um, because we, if we love God and we love him as Christ loved the church, I mean, as, as he, I mean, he loves us as Christ loved the church, then we ought to love the man and submit to him as we were submitting to God. The Bible says that Sarah called Abraham Lord. I didn't write the Bible. That's what it says. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was through her submission that she became the mother of nations. It was through her that Jesus Christ came, through the lineage of Abraham. All the promises came through Sarah's obedience. Mm-hmm. And so we we submit. We is is easy. And, and you know what? One lady asked me that. She emailed me and asked me that same question. And when I told her that, I said, "You, if you love Jesus, yes, I love Jesus. You submit to Jesus, yes. Well, if you, sub- you submit to your husband as you as
2: you, as you would submit to Jesus."
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If someone
2: <laughs> wanted to get in touch with you for speaking engagements to get your book just to get in touch with you, to ask questions, or to see you on TVN. <laughs> How can we mm-hmm. get in touch with you?
0: Well, everybody, you know, my MySpace page is more popular than my actual website. But um, <laughs> you can reach me at um, MySpace.com slash Prophetess Mikel, and my name is spelled M-Y-K-E-L. And um, you can contact me from there. And on there is more information about me, my my website. Um, com, And um, you can Find out how to contact me from there And also I have a booking form if you want me to come out And speak at your conferences or Anything else you can contact me Through MySpace or through my website
2: And what's what's going on with TVN That's this week am I correct This week you
0: know um, Basically it's the same I've been on there A few times and this one um, I'm basically just going to be a, a guest pastor on the front row And you know it's i'm not i don't believe that i'm going to be speaking i'm just going to make an appearance so but but, yeah. when, but when they request me to do that i normally bring a lot of people so that they can come out and support the network and not you know not necessarily me but to support the network yeah. so that's what that appearance is about
2: just when we think we know everything just when we think we know what we're doing we need to hold on <laughs> Brian did you have any last things for Professor uh, Tran
1: uh you know I want
2: to call mommy, too. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: you know, because de- you've you definitely blessed the listeners. You've blessed my soul tonight. You know, yeah. I mean, I've learned some things, and you've actually validated a lot of things. You know, wow. even with our last caller, you know,
2: she Compl- came and
1: validated, you know, yeah. the words that you were speaking earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, And, you know, we just appreciate you coming on tonight, and we're definitely going to have you come back again and just <laughs> with your presence, with your words. You know, and I just praise God for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me. I hope I disturb too much controversy on your show. <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> okay. are about helping be
1: people be more, do more, and have more. And
2: yeah.
1: you've definitely helped us accomplish that tonight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. With that being said, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour where we help others be more do more and have more we thank you and good night
2: good night thank you